0: soup,
1: dish enough tasty morsels of tarot wisdom and other oracular tidbits with your hosts, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thees, two saucy sisters broadcasting from the magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas, and inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. Be sure to visit our website at oraclesoup.org to listen to our podcast archive. You can also visit us on Facebook and like our Oracle Soup page where you can share your wisdom and request for Oracle Soup topics. Soup is hot now and it's ready to be served.
2: Welcome to Oracle Soup kitchen table conversations this is Gina Thies here with my sister Katrina Wen hey, hey we said that together <laughs> we're in sync well you kind know, of in sync <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's been a it's been an interesting time hasn't it yes
1: yes and of course that is a Chinese proverb may you live in interesting times they don't always mean happy times when they say that <laughs>
2: we're happy and we're very excited to have someone very special here. I want to give a hint. I've been dying to do this. The hint for this person is, do you come from the land down
1: under? (laughs) I'm such a a child of the 80s, you know. (laughs) This person is one of my favorite people from down under. We just completely connected heart and spirit and minds over the internet and actually got to meet in Person, finally, We kinda of really planned this when we got together at Reader Studio back in twenty fourteen. So I would love to like have a drum roll if I had one and introduce to you one of my very dear friends in the Tarot Counseling world, and that's Jenny Perlstein. And Jenny Pearlstein is actually quite well-known, especially in Australia, for her work with counseling and tarot and astrology. In fact, she has a website called Tarot Astro Counseling. And and whenever you're in one of these British countries or Australia or something, keep in mind that counseling is spelled a little bit differently. It has two L's in it, not just one. I want to go to Australia. That's on my
2: uh, list of places to go before. You know, it's the bucket list. So...
1: Ditto. Chirot wow. <laughs> Tour. How about this? Chirot Tour for Gina and Katrina, the Oracle Soup Sisters, the down Oracle, under in Australia
2: soup. New Zealand. And... You know, and anywhere else anybody wants to uh, open their doors to us, so <laughs>
1: let's <us> know. <laughs> We're infectious. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's settle in and enjoy. We're talking about some really special things because, you know, when our conversations, we like to kind of get outside of whatever box people might think that we're in. And what I loved about the conversation with Jenny is that we're going into more of kind of like the history of the spiritual aspect of counseling and how in the past it really wasn't so separate from things like divination and uh and that kind of um connecting with people and guidance and how it's so different now uh maybe not everywhere but i think you'll really enjoy this conversation with jenny so I
2: was lucky enough to meet and have Jenny come here and share a bowl of some spiciness with us. And oh, yeah. so, yes, we're going to get into this lovely conversation. So you guys uh, pull up a chair yourselves and imagine the uh, being at the table with us as we have a conversation with Jenny.
1: Welcome back to Oracle Soup. And boy, do we have a tasty ditty for you. Sitting here at the table, we got Ginny Perlstein. And she's here with my girl, Gina. And we're going to have a wonderful, wonderful time sharing this
2: meal with you. We are getting some tastiness from down under. Is that what you said? (laughs) Is that correct? From Oz. From Oz. From Oz. So this is going to be fantastic. We are going to discuss the time, kind of like ancient oracle, who were the counselors, who were the elders, who were the shamans, and kind of with that, our angle on those practices and what would have happened way back when. Um, so that's what uh, what's on the
0: table, what's in the pot today. It sounds like it's very tasty. <laughs> I'm very glad to be here to have this opportunity to talk around the kitchen table with the lovely Gina and Katrina, who I've known through the internet, um, but here we are gathered together, which is lovely. And uh, my specialty is tarot, astrology, and counseling all together. And, uh, and Gina and I particularly have been sharing about um, common interest in uh, all things Greek and, uh, and, and drilling that down to I visited Crete and you visited Crete and um, the experience of the uh, Minoan culture and how I visited Festos and Gina recognized I was wearing as earrings the Festos disc which is a untranslated disc um, from uh, that particular temple and I had the privilege of going there in winter so that I was the only person there and had the chance to walk around and I just felt such an overwhelming presence of uh, the goddess spirit and that I was walking in the Minoan temple area And that I was like one of the priestesses from that era. And it was just incredible. And so it feels like in the work I do, combining tarot and counselling now that in some ways it was uh, so it's channeling or connecting with those wise women. And I think the wise women would have been, those priestesses would have been the people that people went to um, and went through ritual to get advice and counsel and guidance about their lives.
2: Not to diss our male members in our audience and who follow us, but in uh, Minoan Crete. The priestesses and females per- played a very important part in the, in the temple. There was an equality there, it seems, because they were also athletes allowed to participate. I know in Egypt, let's say, the priest of the temples also were counselors to the people. They eventually were. Dream interpreting And they could read They were the ones Who were educated And understood signs So And aside from Serving The temple Their side job So to speak Was as Counselor Or interpretation So What do you think In terms of How Um it's kind of gone down the ages and how counselling
0: has developed. I think that uh, in the modern era, um, often that sort of uh, religious and spiritual role and the counselling role have often been now more separated. Um, but I think that uh, traditionally, even in the last few, you know, particularly a few hundred years, people would go to their minister or priest or rabbi um, for that uh, counsel and spiritual guidance as well as worshipping in whatever place of worship they went to. Uh, I think in ancient times, um, and it's still relevant in some cultures today. For example, in India, I I really see the integration of um, uh, the day-to-day life and spirituality is just so entwined. Uh, But I think in ancient cultures, that spiritual path, that guidance um, was much stronger in terms of integration with daily life. And so it was sort of seen as natural and normal to go to the temple, to particular, it might be priest or priestess, um, whoever played that role, shaman. Um, and I think across right from indigenous cultures. Um, I know I can speak to more, you'd be more the Native American
1: mm-hmm. perspective, and that you would always have some type of medicine person that we would call them, and you'd go to the elder. And, or the the crazy wisdom, wisdom people as well. It depends on which tribe because there was 500 nations here mm-hmm. just in North America alone. Mm-hmm. But you you knew that when people were born, you knew what their special skills are and their special gifts. And then those people would be there to serve the community because we need all those gifts. It's interesting because I actually had discovered a, a quote in the Bible which I don't have memorized right now. It's in Solomon. And they were each, were given gifts when we were born. And some of us are here for healing and mm-hmm. some are are here for prophecy. And so to really honor what our gifts are and to know that we all can go to each other when we need the medicine, that's what we call it in the Native American world, like I have medicine for you, you know, or maybe you need my medicine, but my medicine isn't mine, like I own it, it's coming from spirit and that's what I love about these ancient civilizations and cultures because this is something that's been going on all along uh, but then what if we brought it up to today and see what what was the disconnect and how are we
2: doing with connecting back with this again? This is a conversation that, uh, it's just- like speaks volumes or we could have volumes written about where those disconnections are what and how those transitions how counseling and advice and all of those things have transitioned Um, i know that it's important i think we have work to do as advisors counselors or whatever we want to call ourselves we have a lot of work to do and um, i think it's a necessary thing that we do stand up and say we are here and
0: help our communities it was interesting before katrina when you were mentioning about the 500 Native American tribes. What's interesting is about 500 Aboriginal tribes in Australia and oh, about 700 odd languages. I'm studying to become an interfaith minister, and recently we did um, a lot of study around Indigenous uh, spirituality. Plus, I did a trip to Lake Mungo, which is a really special place in southwest New South Wales in Australia, and uh, where it was uh, an Aboriginal spirituality tour and immersion and how much the earth and the land how powerful that was and yeah respect to elders but the sense of the earth as as mother and nurturing us all and exactly sharing gifts uh that was uh, amazing um and it also dovetailed in for me because i also believe in social justice action and i've been very involved with supporting aboriginal people and their rights in australia so to go to that place and have the marrying of that sense of you know, political rights and, and, and activism with the spiritual was just amazing. And that sense that, uh, like we've been talking about, you know, the Minoan priestesses and the Festos disc, that I think we have a responsibility. Um, as, as people, I think, generally who are around the kitchen table today that we're uh, speaking with each other, that a responsibility to integrate that ancient knowledge with current modern understandings. And that's where I love particularly, you know, the tarot combines all of that and um, it, you can enrich it so much by bringing it into a modern context. And I think that our world is, is crying out. It's an empty spirit that is crying out for us to, um, to connect with spirit and to offer our healing gifts to others. And that brings me to one of our last things to talk about here
1: is how can we as individuals and each of you who are listening to this today, how can we basically pay that service on now? How can we carry on that chain of wisdom, guidance, whether it's intuitive, whether it was taught? Uh, whether it came from your family or it came from your tribe, your modern, let's say, Tarot tribe or Oracle tribe, whatever you're in, how can we honor that today? How can we learn from that past and then do, and of course we only have like a few minutes here, so well, this is the beginning of that conversation, mm-hmm. but hopefully this will ignite your passion so that you can continue asking these questions for yourself. How can I do this today? How can I learn from that past and bring it in mm-hmm. forward to the future? I
2: think it's important to acknowledge there's a, there's a, a past and that we are connected in so many different ways. We had the conversation of what brought you to tarot or has tarot led you to some different branches of other things. Um, and just, it's it just you will either find people with some sort of connection and really that ha- you would think has nothing to do with whatever oracle tool, whatever
1: divination tool you're using, but it connects to other things. What does it mean to you, Gina, though? I really want to hear something very uh, tactile, something Uh, tangible
2: understand where you come from to know where you're going that's what it means to me i I love looking at the past and history and ancient cultures because it helps me understand what we're trying to do today because as they say history often repeats itself so i want to know kind of to examine have something to examine to understand where i'm rooted from where I'm going.
1: And does that show up in perhaps individual readings with people? Something about where they are coming from and where they're going?
2: Well, it does um, when I look at um, relationships say for instance and we've said this several times before because I talk about my book Tarot Coupling is to look at what the models are, what your history is, what have you taken from your history and how that history affects you so it does show up um, because it's very important for me to have a client or querent look at where they're coming from and what things contribute to where they are now. And because if we know, knowing is
0: half the battle. If you what you know, you can change or be aware of. And just to connect with that last part of what uh, Gina was saying, is that um, I seem to have a lot of clients coming to me who are drawn um, to me because they've got issues around relationships, and um, I've got some background and expertise in complex trauma of childhood, and making those connections with people. That knowing that you know, how they were raised and their family and and family of origin and their upbringing, how that impacts upon their adult relationships. And I think that's another example of that oracular wisdom and ancient wisdom. I suspect that that sort of um, guidance and insight has been offered to people for thousands of years in various formats, from the medicine people to the Minoan priestess, and I think that uh, we offer that similar role in our tarot and astrology and other work. Do you have maybe just one short example of how today you use
1: your incredible, you know, training, wisdom, experience with counselling, with your tarot or other oracular like astrology work?
0: Often the, the the symbols and the meanings of the cards that um, come through with the client often will then act as a stimulant for uh, drawing out from their unconscious what is deeply going on and the patterns that are happening for them in their life and sometimes I'll find myself moving right away from the cards with the client and we're getting into you know that background that history um, and what's really deeply meaningful for them and I know I've hit the spot and I'm sure many of you have had this experience of when the tears come to their eyes Mm -hmm. and they just sit back and go yes that's it. (laughs) And for me, that's such a powerful moment and it's very powerful for them.
1: This is a powerful moment too because, you know, here we've had this time to be together at the kitchen table Mm -hmm. and I feel so sad that we have to come to a close now. Just wanted to, for our listeners that
2: are interested in what you do mm-hmm. or want to contact
0: you, please give them that information now. So we we'll <laughs> exactly. exactly. to do that. Yeah. So it's um, Jenny Pearlstein, and it's uh, the website is Tarot Astro Counseling, and that's with two L's, the Australian spelling. dot com. dot au, and it's Jenny Pearl at gmail. dot com, and it's J E W N E P E R L at gmail. dot com. And, and if you Google Jenny Pellstein with JWE, you'll find me. Fantastic. And also, you're on Global Spiritual Studies, aren't you? Yes. Global Spiritual Studies has a lot of my courses. I've got courses on um, relationships, on difficult clients. It's a challenge for a lot of us. Um, and a big course on counseling and mental health skills for tarot readers and astrologers. And I believe that's at globalspiritualstudies.com.
1: That's correct. Fantastic. Wow. Wow. What a roundtable.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. This has been great and fun. Always nice to have someone from
1: Oz oh, at the table but can you say a little yee-haw for us <laughs> 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 yeehaw! <laughs> all right well on that note thank you so much thank for you. being with us pleasure Thank you for spending time with us on Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and podcast suggestions on our Facebook page, also called Oracle Soup. And be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.org, for hot new servings of our saucy talks. You can also subscribe to the Feed Burner or listen to our pantry of Oracle Soup archived recordings, along with articles and links to more resources. And Be sure to visit our personal websites to receive more information about us and the things that we offer individually. For Katrina, visit tarotcounseling.org. Counseling is spelled counselin .org, like in Oregon, O-R-G. And for Gina, visit tarotadvisor.com An advisor is spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R This content and the content of these podcasts are intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. This content is intended, but not promised or guaranteed, to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now.